Let's get to Mark Gillespie. The NBA draft uh, is not the NFL draft, which is right around the corner, but still Magic fans uh, hanging on every word of NBA draft yeah. discussion uh, as we look at a sixth straight season in the NBA draft lottery. And Mark joins us now here on Live Local and Loud. Mark, really do appreciate the time. How are you doing tonight? Yeah, how are you doing? Thank you for having me. All right, Mark, here's the deal. I want to get into the percentages and all that, but... Before we even get started, can you frame this draft for us? How does this draft compare to ones in recent memory? Well, the the thing is, is every draft is uh, has its own character, its own personality. It's kind of like a child. Yeah, last year was and point guard, right? Last, last year's draft was re- really deep. It's the uh, the deepest draft uh, in my memory, and uh, it had a very and it also had a very strong front end. It had at least a dozen players that. Uh, you know, projected to be uh, NBA stars and all. This year's draft is uh, much stronger because there's projected to be uh, 13 to 15 really strong players at the front end, but the uh, it's not as deep, and there's a kind of a fall-off right after the lottery. Um, uh, it's not clear, but that's what it kind of looks like. Uh, last year's draft was rich in, in point guards and wings, uh, especially point guards that could project to possibly be good starting point guards. Uh, this year's draft uh, has uh, has a four, had at the beginning four or five, projected to have four or five potential franchise players. I think people have reconsidered that down to a couple. Um, the uh, people that were originally conceived to be, uh, you know, these uh, franchise players would be DeAndre Ayton of Arizona, the center there. Luka Doncic, the wing uh, from Real Madrid, Spain. Uh, Marvin Bagley, the big that played for uh, Duke. Mohamed Bamba, the uh, center for Texas. Michael Porter, the injured uh, combo forward for Missouri. And uh, Trey Young, who everybody's talked about from Oklahoma. Uh, But the the point guard crop was particularly weak. Uh, The starting point guard crop was particularly weak. Which is great, since now we need one. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, 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 yes. And Trey Young... (laughs) Uh, fortunately, came out of the woodwork, but then he faded. It, you know, looked like oh yay, but then he faded. So yeah, Scott uh, Inez was one of those. Yay! Oh, he's in. No, he's oh, he's Scott, still in? oh, Scott is all in on Trey Young. If the Magic have the number one pick, he wants Trey Young to go to uh, Orlando. Mark, I I, I want to, and I'm not sure if you mentioned Luka Doncic there, but I I wanted to ask you about uh, Luka Doncic, the Magic's uh, front office, Jeff Weltman and John Hammond. Him. They were he had overseas. A bad game. He did not play well. He did not play well. What are your What are your thoughts on Luca? What can you tell us about him? Of course, anything I see is just highlights and reruns from some of his games overseas, and I read some box scores. But uh, does this kid look like the real deal to you? Um, he looks like the real deal. The question is whether he's a franchise player. So the the question isn't whether he will be highly successful in the NBA. The question is. How really high, highly successful is he going to be? And that's what the argument's going to be that's going to go for the next couple months. Um, there are a lot of people that seem to think he's a, a franchise player. I've, I've only seen one full game with him in it, and he looked really good, but, you know, uh, but the thing that I've been told is, is that when you, that, uh, that you have to really watch a lot of his games and that he's been playing hurt here recently when I watched him. So, I, uh, um, I I I uh, I'm in on him because, uh, as one guy said, and I believe this to be true, he's the best point guard in the draft. Mm-hmm. He's the best shooting guard in the draft. He's the best small forward in the draft, and he's the best power forward in the draft. 
you know, so, you know, uh, he does. Yeah, but we heard that about Mario Hazonia, too. We did. We heard that about Mario Hazonia. <laughs> I thought we well, were getting the Mario, Mario Hazonia had a lot of question marks raised about him. Uh, I haven't heard anything raised about uh, Donkic except for that he doesn't have the same. He's not as athletic it's as Mario. athleticism. Basically. Yeah, and that's what I've heard, too, Mark. That's a good point. It is he's not it, tough. It, he's no, soft. No, it's, it's the athleticism. That has been the big question. Mark, the Orlando Magic, let's say that they end up at number five because that's but for some reason beating the Washington Wizards on the final the day best chance at six. of the year uh, they have the best chance at six but can so I depressing. can I say optimistic and say five okay Mar- uh, Mark at, at number five where where do you think the magic will end up going based upon le- just kind of some of the player evaluations you've done at number five who do you think the magic will end up with there with that pick well you know I think right now the conventional wisdom is is that uh, Aiton Donkich Aiton of Arizona, Donkic, uh, Marvin Bagley of Duke, and Jaron Jackson are kind of a, a top four, um, uh, you know, the, the first top couple of mini tiers. So if you're going five, you're looking at uh, uh, Michael Porter of Missouri, uh, Mohamed Bamba of Texas, and you're looking at Trey Young out of Oklahoma. And the thing is, is every one of those guys has some yellow flags hanging off of them. The, other, the first four guys... You know, there are people that have some questions about them, but there's there's not a lot of concern about uh, them at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Porter, it's the back, you know, and then the other thing is is that he never, he's still essentially a high school player. He he didn't play at all. So what are how how good are his ancillary skills? And uh, we wanted to see one year of college of him to see. You know, is he the real deal? We know he can shoot, and we know he's hyper athletic. Sure, but but if he uh, if he can't pass, or if he's got certain deficits uh, on the secondary level, then we you know we uh, we need to see that. Bamba, the the question is all between his ears, uh, and uh, um, and so his interviews are going to be critical. We don't need a center though. He plays like. Well, hold Another on, hold guy on. who begins with I, a B I, on I this I know, team. but I, I want to hear his thoughts on Bamba sure. because to me, Bamba screams bust. But what are you seeing with him, Mark? Well, I don't see him as a bust necessarily, but I see that there is a, there is a, you know, uh, a fail, the, I see there's a. He has a Rudy Gobert ceiling, but I just don't see how he's going to reach it, and he's going to have to persuade people that he can get there. People forget when Rudy Gobert came in, mm-hmm. there were a lot of questions about him. But Rudy Gobert, nobody, people forget this. Rudy Gobert worked as hard as Giannis Antetokounmpo and uh, other players like that, uh, Jimmy Butler, to become really good. Is that what uh, uh, Mohamed Bamba is going to do? I don't know. The other thing is that he went into a bad college situation. He should have gone to Kentucky. I think he was he had thought about Kentucky. He went to Texas and they played him at at, at power forward, and he they the guy never taught him anything. I don't. He can't set a pick. He's he's been a, he's a freshman in college and he can't set a pick. So um, the thing is, is that I have some concerns there, uh, and I think he might slide in the lottery to where someone's more willing to take a little bit more risk and everything for the potentiality of the of a of that's a, not going to be us. Yeah, I I <laughs> I. I, I the the Rudy Gobert comp is actually a really good one, Mark. The difference is Utah got Rudy Gobert in the second round yeah. and not with the sixth overall pick. But then again, Gobert has turned into a defensive player of the year. Uh, Mark Gillespie joining us here on Live Local and Loud, talking a little NBA uh, draft. Uh, Mark, let, let me get you out on this, and it'll just be a, a, a very, very simple question. With the number one pick, 
who do you think uh, is selected with that number one pick? This the the Phoenix Suns and whoever their new head coach they take who with that number one pick? I think that any team that ends up with the number one pick is taking DeAndre Ayton. I think they get fired. The general manager gets fired if he doesn't uh, take DeAndre Ayton. So you wow. think he's above and beyond everybody else? DeAndre no, Ayton is no, easily I, the best guy. I don't guy. think that. I didn't okay. say that. I said you asked a different question. I did. You're right. The the thing is, is that what do the owners think? And the owners, uh, the thing is, is that, that every general manager knows that if he takes DeAndre Ayton and somebody else comes out and is better, they'll just say, well, DeAndre Ayton, everybody said he was the best guy. So that's the safe pick. That's the keep the your job pick. pick. Okay. That's the keep your job pick. And that's what general managers need to do, you know, mm-hmm. among other things. Mm-hmm. Mark Hannigan apparently didn't make that decision. No, he did not. <laughs> Mark, uh, really do appreciate the time. I want to make sure we check in with you uh, kind of leading up to the NBA draft. So we'll talk to you real soon. Okay, you take care, sir. All Thank right. you for having me.